1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scott Brown signs a new deal and will stay at Celtic Rangers progress in the cup as Celtic extend their lead at the top of the Premiership And Brian Rice is the new head coach of Hamilton Ackies I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me on this transfer deadline day is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Plenty to talk about again Gordon tonight You know, six hours to go until the window slams shut And you just wonder if everyone has done their business um, this year Celtic and Rangers getting their business done early doors With their big signings coming in But how crucial could the signing be that Celtic made today Their captain and leader signing on for another two years Signalling that he potentially wants to end his career with Celtic And then progress into the coaching side I think it's a... The right decision And you know I think it's a big signing What say was done But Brendan Rodgers Had faith in him And he's got another Two years at Celtic You know Lots of honours And he's looking to add more To that um, So that's that's a fairly exciting one For Celtic But you just wonder Six hours to go If anyone else Will roll the dice And sign someone else And two big games Last night as well Gordon Yeah Cup game That uh, obviously Rangers Had to go over And uh, Quite comfortably I know that Stephen Gerrard Wasn't happy about The second half performance But it was all about Getting up there Central Park Not the greatest place In the world To go and play your football uh, But they got the job done In the next round To face Kilmarnock Down at Rugby Park Celtic on the other hand With that game in hand at Celtic Park Against St Johnston Who have been in fine form Apart from you know, the last game against Hearts away from home, their their form's been very good. And uh, Celtic won that one 2 0 comfortably and stretched their lead to six points at the top of the table. As Mark Wilson says, we're now less than six hours to go until the transfer window closes. So, still time for you to get your last minute wish list in. What do you want to see your team do before? Midnight. This goes out to fans of every club in the country because you all want to see something, I'm sure. So, what would you like to see your team do between now and midnight? Let us know on the phones 0141 951 on Twitter. We are at Clyde SSB. We're looking back on last night's games, forward to the weekend, today's big stories. It's all happening, so make sure you join us. Let's kick off with the most recent piece of news, if you like, um, and that is that Scott Brown has committed his future to Celtic until the summer of 2021. That would take him up to 14 years with Celtic. Um, Of course, the possibility, if it gets that far, of leading the club to 10 consecutive titles. He recently made his 500th appearance, Mark Wilson. There were stories regarding Western Melbourne, question marks over whether he would commit his future. He has today. What do you make of it? Yeah, I think it's the right decision from Scott. Um, I don't think there was any doubt in if Brendan Rodgers wanted to keep him or the club wanted to keep him. I think they, they made it pretty clear that they wanted him there to lead the team. But it was all about Scott and how he felt uh, and he, within his body. And it was a good opportunity for him to go and try something different, something very lucrative. But I said here a few weeks ago that in terms of Scott Brown going forward, you know, he's got the carrot of potentially... You know, 10 league titles in our own captain in the side But also, he has to start looking forward in his career And to his coaching career I think it would have just been a smoother transition For him to stay at Celtic Move into the coaching side naturally And then, who knows where that takes him Rather than going away and coming back You kind of lose touch a wee bit with the, the, the squad at the time And, you know, you lose a wee bit You know, a touch with the, the fans when you're so far away So, I think it's a, a great decision You look at his... You look at Scott Brown and what he's actually achieved at Celtic. You know, you get the eight titles, 
Scottish Cups, four of them, five League Cups, the most appearances in European football. You know, you think the awards he's won as well. I mean, he's a real leader. Uh, and I know some people had their question marks after that game at Ibrox. That's one game. It spans, what, 10 years? Nine of those he's been captain. So I think it's the correct decision. I think he he's still got a big part to play. His playing time may be cut down over these two years, but I think he'll still play a big part uh, in some big games coming up for Celtic. Yeah, it's not just Mark. It's a massive fan of Scott Brown, but obviously Brendan Rodgers, who wants to keep him here. I think it's a good bit of business, Gordon, especially with the policy that Celtic adapt just now. They bring in younger players, and it's always good to have a guy that knows the club inside out, knows uh, everything about the club. He's got great experience, international footballer, captain of Celtic, played all those games, won all those trophies. Uh, so I think, and Mark was right about, you know, he came in for criticism. He got injured, I think it was against Hibs at Celtic Park, and he was out for a few weeks and Celtic were playing some really good stuff and people were, the question marks, is it be better Celtic, better without him? Scott Brown is still a massive player with Celtic and still got a lot of games ahead of him. 01419511025, let's hear from you on that topic and others. It's, it's not been a, a hugely busy transfer deadline day so far. The most recent piece of business to tell you is that Sean Goss, remember him, was on loan at Rangers previously while he's on loan to St Johnston. Um, it's mostly been outgoing so at Celtic and Rangers. Lewis Morgan's heading, headed to Sunderland on loan. Jordan Rossiter to Bury. Uh, elsewhere, likes of David McMillan on loan from St Johnson to Hamilton Ackies. Um, and a couple of other pieces of business. Still time, so let's hear from you. We're asking your thoughts on Scott Brown's decision to stay at Celtic. Let's get the thoughts of Ryan Christie first. He always comes back and proves people wrong. I think when he... Um because when he when he was out early in the season, like you said, and again, a few people kind of question whether he'd make it back in. And it's games like tonight. I mean, ever since the break, he's come back and he's been superb. Um, like I said, breaking up the play, and um, it's important when when teams come to Celtic Park, we like to kind of be relentless in our attack and keep them under pressure. So you you need somebody in the middle of the park that's going to keep winning the ball back for you. Um, and you know he does that probably better than anyone else. You know, I'm lucky enough to have these players beside me, and um, you know Bruni back in holding, and um, you know he. He keeps pressure on teams when they're looking to get out, and he just he, he's relentless at getting the ball back and feeding it to us. So, um, yeah, for for me, it's it's brilliant to be a part of this midfield right now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. John's in Thornley Bank. Scott Brown signs a new deal. John, what do you make of it? Ah, uh, good evening, guys. Hello, um, for me, it's a real boost to Celtic. Um, Scott Brown, I think he's the best signing that we've made in this transfer window. Even me, just I've been listening to you guys and I'd echo everything you say. For me, he's a real heartbeat of the team in there. You know, all the young players, they all look up to him. I think um, Gordon mentioned it already with the Brendan Rodgers signing policy, bringing in young guys and bringing them on. You always need that experience in the team. And he has, you know, valuable experience in there. And also, I don't think it's the right time for, for him to leave, you know, after everything he's done for the club. I think, you know, it's maybe kind of deflating leaving at this time. And I also feel that maybe he's got, you know, I don't want to tempt fate, but he's got one eye on the 10 in a row scenario. I think that might come into play a wee bit as well. Um, and also, I'd like to mention, I think there was I think there was a caller on the other night there, um, kind of saying that Scott Brown is an average player, way off the mark, really dis- disrespectful. For me, he's been the best midfield player in Scotland for the last 10 years, in my opinion. 
I, 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 I totally agree with you I don't think you play the amount of games At a top club Win all the league titles um, With being an average player To stay in that Celtic team Now you think of the amount of midfielders That Celtic have brought in Over that time And I'm going back to when I was there and When Scott came in Some quality players But Bruni was always He was always starting games So that just shows you how good he was But I, I do think John That he probably will have one eye on 10 a row without getting ahead of himself but I think he knows it's realistic having been there for so many years it's almost in touching distance for him so I think that may have played a big part but again looking forward uh, and looking at his coaching career I, I still think he's got loads of games left in him but I still I think he's actually thought of that as well and thought this could be the start of something else here you know finish my playing career but move into the other side of it like I say, I think his game time will be reduced because there's no doubt Brendan Rodgers, if still there, will bring in other midfielders, more dynamic players, I think, over the years. And it might just cut him down to, say, 20 games a year, perhaps 25 games a year rather than 15, 60. But I bet you those games are still the big games he plays in because that's how influential he is for that side. Yeah, well, uh, just come in there, Mark, but watching Scott Brown last night, I mean... I don't know, 20 games. I think he could still go on and play the majority of games. Watching him last night, they looked one of the fit yeah. guys on the park. Well, well, John, uh, I was just about to say that to Mark because when I watched him coming back uh, from his injury and Celtic always train after the games and they do a, a real training session, a lot of running in it. And Scott Brown was by far the best in that squad and there's a lot of young players. I think he's still got... Bags and bags of games in him He looks after himself now um, He's a good athlete And that position he plays Gordon I think he can play there easily More than 20 games John there was a spell A month or two ago Where we had so many Celtic fans Calling up this show and saying yeah. Celtic's midfield is better Without Scott Brown in it We move the ball quicker How do you, What do you make of that? How do you view him as a player right now? I was going to mention that You know For me That was a real purple patch You know And I've always From my experience Young players, you know, the level goes up and down. For me, at that point, all the young players in the Celtic team were hitting top level. That that's it's not always consistent for me for young players. So they need that Scott Brown in there, you know, even just to keep them level headed. And I think young players it always kind of tapers off eventually. But I think that was just a real, real purple patch at Celtic at the time. I think that's a great point there Players John's totally right Young players do come in And when they get that wee bit of confidence They end up flying And at that time John's right All the players You know you had McGregor And the Christies in there And they were all hitting top form At the same time The thing with Scott Brown is He's done it consistently For over 10 years now And his level will drop now and then But he's always round about the same Young players will go up and down That's why it's so important have a leader like him just in there anchoring that midfield thank you to John in Thornley Bank we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB lots of opinions coming in um, on Scott Brown it must be said I did ask as well you know fans of all teams what do you make of your, your transfer business so far what would you like to see tonight lots of Aberdeen fans getting in touch Alan Moffat says hopefully Aberdeen bring in a creative midfielder possibly a winger and keep Scott McKenna until the summer That could be the big one Alistair as well A happy Aberdeen fan We seem to have kept McKenna, Shinny and GMS Still a few hours to go Brought in Stuart and Lowe Would love to have Johnny Hayes back 
Um, but we'll see if that happens And John Paul's delighted that Brown's committed for two more years The guy's a legend up there with McNeil and McStay Is one of Celtic's greatest captains And could one day manage Celtic 0141 uh, We're talking last night's games We are talking transfer window And of course the, the news this afternoon Is that Scott Brown has extended his stay uh, at Celtic Let's take another one on that John's in Bathgate Hi John How are we doing guys? Not Hi, too John. bad John What's your reaction to that news? I think it's absolutely phenomenal, to be absolutely honest. Um, the guy has obviously went quiet. He's went quiet in the last couple of weeks, months even. He's kind of dipped off a bit before the end of the year. He's had his, he's had his issues with injuries, but he's, he's uh, picked back up again. We've had all the rumours about he's going to Dubai, he's going to uh, Australia, he's doing this and that, but the guy signed on the dotted line for the next two years. Is that not exactly what we need to, to make sure that this 10 rule gets over the line? What do you think, guys? I think you're going to need uh, more than Scott Brown just to sign a two-year contract to get 10 in a row. There's still a lot of work to be done. Um, but I think it is a, a terrific signing for Celtic. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's a great leader, great professional. Uh, I watch him you know, every second week when I'm at Celtic Park and his attitude's great. And I never bought into the fact that Celtic are a better side without him. You didn't? No, never, ever. Never, I never bought into that I know that they played some good football in the new formation With the 4-1, 4-1 with McGregor sitting in there But I just think Scott Brown allows everybody around about to go and play with the experience You don't play that many games, Gordon, with a club like Celtic If you're not a top, top class player And I have a little dip in form That happens to everybody What do you think, John? Absolutely um, um, There was a wee while he, he sort of dipped away he Whatever was going on with the guy, he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing his best. And suddenly, all the vultures come in saying, "Oh, he's finished. He's this. He's that. He's the next thing." Absolute horse uh, nonsense, isn't it? I, 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 the guys, the guys, the guys, absolute class. I found it amazing after the Rangers game. I'm glad that was horse and horses horse there. Yeah. Yeah. After the Rangers game, I found it amazing that the stick he came in for. I mean, I I stood here and watched it, and I says it's probably one of his poorest games that he's had, and he'd probably hold his hands up. But for people then to say. He was finished after that one game. After he probably controlled the previous thirteen before that, it was amazing. And everybody has bad games, um, but it's so important. The thing is, as well with Scott, I mean, we're in a world just now where people get lured away with all sorts of crazy money, and what we read is the amount of money it was on offer in Australia, and we all know the amount of money it's on offer in Dubai. Mm. Probably would have been easy for him to take that and play at a much slower pace. And a worse league But he's thought You know There's a real fight here For, for 10 And he You know he's, uh, he's He's shown today That he's definitely up for it Because Like Gordon says There's a lot of work to be done Rangers will improve And it will If Celtic do win this league title It will be A real fight for the The next two the years ones, yeah. And I think he's He's totally up for that Yeah This idea of bouncing back Gordon sort of proving people wrong That this is nothing new we we used to hear that, that Scott Brown was finished at the end of Ronnie Dyla's time. Remember mm-hmm. when Rangers won in the, the, the Scottish Cup on penalties? And again, he didn't have a, a good day that afternoon. I think he was also coming back from injury. But people said then they feared he was finished. And he, and it was only last season that he, you know, he, he had a clean sweep of the, the Player of the Year award. So he seems to do that every now and then. I think it's a compliment to him, Gordon, that when people write him off, he seems to bounce straight back. He's like every other player. You know, Scott Brown... And Cel- um, with Celtic plays majority of the games 
he can't be at the top level week in, week out. Every player, no matter who you are, takes dips in your forum. And it's how you respond to that. It's how you respond to people saying, well, he's getting older now and it's time for him to step aside and he won't play that many games. It's total nonsense. He's really, f- he's looked after himself. I watch him. I think he's changed the way he plays. I think he's terrific Jink, Jinky's changed things off the field Brendan Rodgers I think there's been discussions about this before We all remember mm. the picture In Edinburgh Was it, the, oh, was it a pizza crunch yeah. A kebab Aye. I can't remember what it was Mark was sitting next to him <laughs> Mark <laughs> took <laughs> a shot Mark took the picture um, You know but that, that type of thing Seems to be did. In it, the past It changed uh, I mean there's no doubt about it Brendan Rodgers came in And you, you know what's great Wasn't it Brendan Rodgers He says First thing One of the first things he did When he became Celtic manager was chat to Scott Brown and invite him down to the house and I think they had a, a frank chat and Scott has definitely changed mm. his lifestyle you can see that on the pitch though I mean almost getting fitter if you like with more years go by so terrific uh, professionalism from him Gary Henderson is on Twitter don't get me wrong very happy Brown is staying but this seems like smoke and mirrors to draw attention away from the lack of defensive signings by May Benkovic Boyata Izagiri Gamboa and Lustig are all likely going to be done there is work needing done right now 01419511025 we're going to look back on last night's games and hear from Stephen Gerrard after the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here on Transfer Deadline Day. Big games to look back on from last night as well. And I mean, we could also start the weekend preview. You decide. 0141 We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. There was a lot of love for Scott Brown in the first part of tonight's show um, from Mark Wilson and from the callers. Um, <laughs> not all Bruni. Not everyone's convinced. Derek Murdoch says, Brown's done your Muppets. Quite simply, that's it. And, um, and uh, pa- Paul is on his a Celtic fan. He says the first caller says Brown's the best signing of the window. Peter Lawwell plays these types of fans like a fiddle. I think the the implication there being that are Celtic mm. going to do any more business between now and midnight? Let's look back on last night's games, Rangers fans. What did you make of the performance against Cowden Beath? It was a much changed team. Anything that you you liked? Anything that you didn't like? Why not share it with us? Stephen Gerrard says some of the players. Didn't take the opportunity that they were given The Rangers boss made 8 changes from the win at Livingston He says the team only performed for 45 minutes Job done, um, obviously happy to be in the next round I thought it was a professional performance I thought we were good first half Deserved a comfortable lead I thought we got a bit sloppy and a bit complacent in the second half And you know we gave Carden Beef some, some moments um, I thought we were a bit tense and, and edgy second half And we should have just went and killed the game off more comfortable but credit to Carden Beef, you know, they, they, they dug in, they, they hung in there and, and, and they played the game for 90 minutes, whereas we only played it for 45 really, so uh, I'll have to address that with the team. Tonight was an opportunity when I decided to make the changes, it was an opportunity for people to push for, for more minutes in the future and some have done themselves no harm at all tonight. I thought there was a few positive performances within it. Um, I thought a few of us struggled at times, um, so, you know... Reflecting on it Some have took the chance tonight Some haven't Cup ties are generally Only about one thing Gordon And it's about getting through Rangers did that But Stephen Gerrard there Admitting um, When you when you look at the second half I mean by half time You're looking at the scoreline And thinking Wow this could be This could be anything mm. um, You scored a third right In the stroke of half time And the second half Was just completely different Yeah they switched off Gordon um, We've all been there You're in 3-0 Against a team that are part-time 7th in the 2nd division 
Um, you're not going to lose a cup tie That'll and be League 2 since it's 2019 Right, okay, okay. League 2 Good to uh, see you're up to date with things Yeah, it doesn't matter, old days are the best And, um, you know, the fact is It's very, very easy to switch off And Rangers certainly switched off And they lost the penalty kick uh, Right on, right after half-time A couple of minutes after half-time Which I've got to say was Was never a penalty kick in a million years Because it was outside the box Or right, because it wasn't a foul or both? Both, both for me um, But, oh Go credit to the lad Cowden Beath Centre forward He made uh, He's seen an opportunity he, mo- he made the most of it He went down And the referee In my opinion Wrongly Pointed to the spot It wasn't the only Contentious decision I think well, there were a few oh, I'm trying to go, go through them in order. The, the handball the was, handball Should that have been a penalty for you? Waller. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't think The one on Steve Dave, Davis Who was offside I thought um, I thought that was a that was a decent mm. enough tackle. So, I thought that um, there was a couple of decisions that the referee could have got better. I, I would say. Stephen Gerrard, Rangers fan, says some of the players didn't take their chance. Who do you think he was talking about? You tell us. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I thought Defoe was flat. Um, I thought you know it was a great opportunity, especially against Cowden Beath, with the chances that Rangers were going to create for him to. You know, grab a couple of goals after his, um, you know, his goal and his debut at Kilmarnock. Um, I didn't think Davis was as, you know, as sharp as what he normally is. But these guys need need games. I don't. I I, I can't. I can't go the the centre house. I think McCauley is too slow. Um, I think he causes Rangers problems because he plays so deep. He hates anything over the top. He hates anybody with pace running at him. Um, I don't think that was a positive for him. Uh, Flanagan got a bit sloppy in the second half as well. I know he, he heaped a bit of praise on Lafferty. I think it suited Lafferty last night because first half Rangers played very direct, played a lot of long balls up to Lafferty, who had the beating of the full back, and obviously get in to take his goal well. So that was a big boost for them. But uh, Stephen Gerrard's right. The most important thing mm. is get into the next round. And the next round's got to be a difficult one down at Command. Sean is a Rangers fan on the line. What did you make of last night, Sean? I didn't think Rangers played well. I don't think any player for Rangers played well last night, to be honest. I suppose, yeah, Mark is just kind of echoing Gordon's sentiments there, just mm. about getting the job done. Yeah, I think going away to grounds like these... Um, can he really win, can you? Because if you don't go and Three thump one. them... Well, but, well, listen. Hold on, listen to Sean here. The fans are saying, oh, I didn't play well. And, you know, if you don't go and thump them 5-0 with every player playing outstanding, then people have a wee grumble. But it's important just to get in the next round. These, it's difficult, these surfaces and players are not used to these surroundings. I know the players, ability-wise, are so much better on a different planet, but to go and get the job done 3-0 at half-time, they obviously just take their... Foot off the gas Do you, the do you think they had anything in their head saying This is the place that finished Mark Wilson It's <laughs> <laughs> a valid sure, question I'm sure there's a sign up in the door <laughs> As they walk through Just the rest of was, that your la- was that your last ever game? <laughs> I wasn't in my last game But no. it was when I, I think I had maybe one or two more after that But, but I, was, you knew. I knew At that stage I thought this is uh, No nah, this isn't going the way that I planned it to go <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way It wasn't like Scott Brown Signing a two year deal Going for ten in a row I was kind of oh, Phased out Better Yeah better chuck it now uh, Right Sean We've got five and a half hours Left of the transfer window From a Rangers perspective I mean are you expecting anything It doesn't look likely Well I'm hoping Rangers At least bring a player in Everybody likes to sign A player in transfer dead right? um, But see The one I definitely Don't want to have I don't want my list to go for See now See if people say 
20 million would be a good bid for Rangers for Morelos. See, now, see, if 100 million pounds come, million comes in the night, Morelos cannot be sold. Oh, come on. If 100 million comes in the night, the Rangers board will carry Morelos to wherever it is. <laughs> Maybe the, the figure is a bit exaggerated, uh-huh. but Sean is moving towards, I reckon, where most Rangers fans would feel tonight, and that's that it's too late, quite simply. Uh, you know what it, it is? It doesn't is, look like there's anything on the horizon. No, anyway. but I, I get Sean's point because he's kind of heightened up with the Rangers fans with Defoe coming in. Defoe scores against Kelly, okay, but he wasn't brilliant. Again, he wasn't brilliant last night, but Morelos comes in against Livy and he scores again. So, you know, he's an idol in the eyes of Rangers fans and they're desperate not to lose him because a lot of people think if Rangers are going to Pip Celtic to this title I'll be down to him And him at one end And McGregor the other end You know that's That's what it really comes down to McGregor early on in the season But Morelos Goals carrying him on To challenge Going into March April So he's, he's hugely important for them Rangers have been Pretty consistent on this Throughout the window Gordon That he's He's not for sale We always then hear that Phrase that everyone has their price So that Those two Contradict each other To an extent mm-hmm. But as it stands at the moment It doesn't look like Anything will happen it would be hugely surprising if it did It will be hugely surprising I know that Sean will be under the, the coffee table tonight Not watching Jim White walking about in his mobile phone In case that 100 million bid does come in But <laughs> I can't see it Gordon Because if Morelis keeps doing the business And Rangers get to the end of the season See where it takes them They always can cash in then You know, they, but I, I think they would be really foolish to accept a, a bid just now I think the bid will still be there In the summer Wherever it may be uh, Everybody has got their price But I think Morelis is too important If Rangers have any chance Of seriously Mounting a challenge against Celtic They've got to keep Morelis uh, Okay just having a wee check Make sure there's no other uh, Breaking transfer news to bring you I think we've covered off um, Most of the big moves I'm not sure there have been any Big moves today But um, certainly some teams Moving a few things around Trying to, to get their squad in tip-top shape For the rest of God, the season I think, I think in terms of transfers A lot of teams did what we always question Why they don't do I mean in years gone by you go Why does everybody leave it to the last minute And have their secretaries running about Faxing things through And trying to get it through at the 11th hour And I think teams have just went the opposite this year You know with the training camp Let's get the players in The first week Take them away ways mm. Get them into the squad And it kind of serves them better So what a team Celtic Rangers definitely done that You look at Aberdeen Getting guys in there as well You know Hibs as well So what a teams have Went for that tactic yeah. this year Than leave it to 11 o'clock tonight I mean Sean made a good point Fans of every single team Tend to sit there And just hope that something Comes out of left field You hope that your team You know Adds something um, I wonder if for a lot of teams In Scotland though There will be that Anxiety that it's Holding on to their players So for Rangers The priority tonight Would be to hold on to Morelos For Aberdeen I'd imagine the priority Is to hold on To Scott McKenna mm-hmm. um, You yeah. wonder who's going to go Out the way Rather than coming in Even even if it is alone Jack Hendry We'll touch on his situation A bit later Due to the injury With Philip Benkovic uh, Lewis Morgan already gone So um, There's a numbers game To be played as well As yeah, you try you and trim your up. squad To a suitable level Some, some people uh, In clubs Gordon Sort of a gamble And Mark's right We've We've witnessed this year in, year out It goes right to the last uh, minute And then a deal is get, uh, put through um, But it is a gamble sometimes And clubs are prepared to do that um, The only one that I would look at And I wouldn't be surprised I don't know, know if it would happen But 
I'd be surprised if Celtic aren't trying to do something in the centre half position just now. Mm. Uh, I, I tell you what, see if well, a lot of Warwick clubs hold that thought because Celtic have signed Marianne Shved, um, the Ukrainian winger, on a four and a half year deal. He is going to return to the Ukraine on loan till the end of the season. So we sort of knew that was coming. We also knew that he was going to go back out on loan. But nevertheless, that's it confirmed. Marianne Shved is a Celtic player. He will go back to the Ukraine on loan. Yeah, well, one we don't know much about, or we're not likely to know much about for a wee while yet. I was just going to say a lot of the war league teams will probably be there'll be players negotiating a pay up or you know letting their contract, um, you know, run out with teams and then you know signing for teams in the mm. in the last hour in a free transfer that happens a, a lot down the war leagues. Uh, Ross is a Rangers fan from Mockland. What did you make of last night, Ross? I absolutely tremendous. Tremendous again The boys done well uh, Just wanted to put my point across for, uh, Obviously the Rangers Ex-manager Alan McCoyst uh, Slagging Rangers Every day the Rangers are on the telly Morelis is rubbish And all the rest of it And Gerrard's no use I've heard this for the last Three or four weeks All the games have been on I'm just really sick of it And so is all the boys I just want to Ken McHugh's I've got to say about it Ross, uh, I don't know what telly you're watching I, I've I've um, watched a lot of Rangers on the TV as I watch a lot of football on the TV, and I've never really. This is this is, a, this is along with Coronation Street. You're a big I, fan yeah, of that. But yeah, back, I love back my, to the football. I love McCory. Um but I have never really went down the road of thinking Ali McCoy, State Ranger managers, having a real dig at Morelos and the way the team's playing. Um, I don't see where you're coming from with that one. I can't. I can't buy that one. Well, I would just like to put my point after all this, but he's at it every single week. Every single week we're on the telly. He's at Rangers this and Rangers that. He's not really the Rangers manager anymore. Leave Rangers alone. Leave them alone. But he's paid to have an opinion. He's ex-Rangers manager. He's a TV pundit and... Um you know he's on the radio like us lads as well So he's entitled to his opinion But I don't see him um, having a real go at I've never noticed I, I, I don't know where you're coming from with that one He's also not here So I'm not really sure how much further we can, can yeah. take that discussion If I'm being completely honest 01419511025 That's the number you need uh, If you would rather tweet Then you can do so at Clyde SSB Let's take a quick look Make sure we're not missing any other uh, transfer news I don't think so no, I don't think so at all um, Right, what else? Last night then Celtic in the league Six points clear at the top 2-0 against St Johnson Brendan Rodgers satisfied But refusing to get carried away yeah, It's still very early There's still a lot more games to go You know, we're just entering into Beginning of February soon So still a long, long way But I think we've looked at that Free game for the last two months And everyone's looked at it And thought Well, are they going to win it? Because they're playing against a good side and, and we did that I thought we played very well and, and like I say at six points which is nice good goal difference clean sheets defend them very well uh, but still still a way to go that was the game in hand that everyone's been yeah. talking about for a couple of months now so Celtic have won it they're six points clear at the top how would you assess the title race at the moment well I think Celtic would have been glad to get that out of the way last night Brendan Rodgers said St Johnson no mugs they've been playing well since Celtic annihilated them at McDermott Park they don't concede many goals so it wasn't a, a gimme last night by no means so um, you've got to say Celtic have come back from the winter break in, in fine form now people will then say well they've had the easier games which is right but you still need to go out there and win you know you've got Airdrie St Mirren Hamilton St Johnson 
not conceded a goal So I think that'll boost them with confidence They've got guys coming back from injury Like Brendan Rodgers said They're six points and a healthy goal difference um, So it's certainly all stacked in Celtic's favour But I still think there is points to be dropped By by all the teams in the top four uh, In the next month or two Because the league is that competitive this year A lot of tricky fixtures It'll just be It'll be interesting to see How Celtic cope With going away from home You know when they get A few games away From Celtic Park Because that's been Their problem this year You wonder If the signings they've made Will make a difference Going away from Celtic Park And Brendan Rodgers Will obviously be hoping That they will do Yeah I think if Celtic Are going to throw away The six points And You know Let everybody back Into this title race Then it'll be away from home Um They've not lost this season in the league at home. Um, and every game that I've went to at Celtic Park, I've never once sat there and thought, this will be the weekend. And I didn't fancy St Johnston last night to do it either. So they, if they get their away record um, sorted out this season, then they're going to be very hard to catch. Right, I can't promise you a new signing for your team. What I can promise you, though, is your chance to win £2,000. That's on Clyde One's 2K Day, and with our January sale, you get one free entry every time you enter. It's a bit of a no-brainer. All you have to do is text YES to 61025, and you could get two grand paid into your bank account tomorrow. If there was ever a month in the year where that would come in handy. Is January I think everyone uh, Would agree with that If you've got a G M L P A K A or F K At the start of your postcode You're eligible A winner will be chosen at random When the lines close at 9am Tomorrow So there's no point Hanging around Go and do it just now The text costs 150 T's and C's And online entry Are at Clyde1.com Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. There was a lot of excitement during the last break because Gordon DL, can you believe this, um, is now on Instagram. Gordon, is that, is that what you were getting very excited about? Yeah, Mark said honestly, you should profile. see the absolute nick of these two. He's going, right, Mark, you take a picture of me with my headphones on and I'll make that my profile picture. Quick, take it and, and they didn't need to put a filter on it. What an absolute DL disgrace. Gordon for anybody out there. Yeah. Oh, right, have I got it back in front? DL Gordon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if that bit was supposed to be uh, advertised or not. So you're going to be inundated. Um, yeah, interesting oh, stuff. Wait, you'll see these was that a good picture? Was it beautiful? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Sure. All right, back to the football if we can. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five at Clyde SSB. Uh, let's go purely hypothetical for a minute. Then we know that there's not likely to be a great deal of business done. Let's take that that knowledge away at the moment. And what what do the teams need? Between now and midnight What teams? The Celtic, Celtic for me With Benkovic The problem with him um, I think that Celtic Need a bit of cover In centre half position And I know we were talking The other night there About you know Beton's back He's played there I just think They need a bit of cover In there I really do um, And it's, it's Obviously sneaked up in them Because I watched them Coming off the pitch um, Last weekend And Looked okay And then all of a sudden There's a reaction In the dressing room And now They're talking about Maybe March I think that's a massive Blow to Celtic mm. I know that you can look at Last night They beat St Johnson 2-0 Clean sheet I understand all that But I just feel For a bit of uh, Depth in their squad In the positions I think they need A centre match Yeah I have to agree with that I think Benkovic Has been the standout Defender since he came to the club He looks so assured And I think he makes the others 
play better round about him. So that's a huge loss. And I wonder, you know, if Ayer, who's, you know, who does pick up the occasional injury, Simonovic as well, you know, no stranger to injury, that would be a problem. The right back situation's always one on Celtic's lips, uh, fans' lips, and think well, they Jer- want a right back. Jeremy Tolyan um, from Borussia Dortmund is one that, that could still happen. Mm. Uh, we understand that. Don't know if it's particularly close at the moment, um, but th- there's still a suggestion there that might get again, over the line. I mean, again, though, Celtic have got three right backs as it is just now. Now, yeah, but if he's better than the rest, then it won't matter, I will it? I suppose, but I mean, I've been saying that Celtic do need a right back going forward, but got to say, when I've seen Lustig recently over the last few weeks, Lustig's done a, a fine job. When I've seen Ralston before the winter break in the, in the home games. I thought he looked strong I thought he looked back to his best You just wonder if Brendan Rodgers thinks I think I've got enough to see me through to summer Summer's a different kettle of fish I think they do need to bring in someone then Well but from a Rangers perspective It looks pretty clear that they've done all their business Gordon Would would you be satisfied with it at this stage? Yeah I think they've um, they've got enough I would like to If I was you know, Rangers I'd like to see Golson back I think he's probably looking at their centre back position Which I'm very critical of at the moment um, I think that he's the best And it's who you play beside him I really do I think that Rangers got a challenge Because they've got enough in the middle of the park Dorans is coming back as well That gives them another option in there um, Up front They've got enough up there They need to get the full kicking on now I know he got his goal I thought he looked um, He didn't look sharp last night at all Maybe it was just a surprise of turning up at Central Park But these are the games you've got to turn up and play and score goals and show you're a top player. Uh, so I think they've got plenty of options, middle to mm. front corner. Goalkeeping situation, they're okay there. Um, I don't think they will add, but... They've, they've got plenty of players, so even when you think about the back, I mean, they've got two full-backs. If Barisic is fit and Tavernier's fit to play, they've got Flanagan to cover either side. Halliday. They've got Halliday at left-back as well. Matt Polster they've got now. Matt Polster. And they've got... Four centre-halves Now I get what you're saying Golson is probably the stick on It's the other What one of the other three You play beside them But You have to bring in another one It's just adding to numbers That is already quite congested Matt is a Celtic fan in Partick Hi Matt Hi there, how you doing? Not too bad I just, to, I just wanted to make a quick point I'm digressing a little And I feel like the conversation's moved on No, no, on you go just wanted to make a point about uh, Not so much Scott Brown But using Scott Brown As an example with the age thing I get a bit I get a bit tired of hearing people like jumping to the conclusion that somebody's legs have gone. And it seems to happen a lot if someone's over 30. It's always a lazy way to explain why someone's uh, not playing well. And uh, I think regardless of age, people can have a different form here or there uh, and then come back to form later. And it's not necessarily anything to do with being the wrong side of 30. And I think people like to hear themselves saying things like, oh, his legs have gone. Because it's simple and it's quick and it makes you sound like you know what you're talking about. Well, I, I agree, Mark. I've, uh, Matt. Matt, sorry. I've never uh, been the one that said that Scott Brown's legs have gone. I think Scott Brown plays in that position that, you know, with the experience and his intelligence of reading the game, um, he doesn't need to be the quickest player over the, the, the ground. He's, he just puts himself in his positions. I've watched him now for a season and he's changed the way he plays. He's changed his game. He's terrific at it. He's obviously learned with the experience how to look after his body as well. Mm. We're all foolish when we're younger and 
maybe eat the wrong things, maybe have what, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Well, look, at <laughs> not, the not, not necessarily on the way to games though, and getting not, caught not, by the manager. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know that. But the, the days <laughs> it was all about getting as much food in as you possibly could. The wrong stuff I was eating, but. Scott Brown's the same, he's probably looked after his diet, everything about He knows when he up his train, he knows when he uh, come back from it, take a rest to get make sure he's prepared for the next game. Scott Brown, I think, has got more than two years left in him. I think Matt's speaking generally as well, and he's probably right, Mark, it, it is a bit lazy. We do, we, you hear it a lot, his legs have gone. Having said that, people's legs... Do go. I was going to say, and I mean, would you? Did, did you feel that happened to you? Oh, without so ah, listen, without that, that wasn't that, was, that actually wasn't meant to be a joke. It was no, meant to be a serious no, conversation for a second. Yeah, well, I was slightly different. You know, injuries then catch up with players, but it's only natural. Players get to thirty, they do start slowing down. Now that doesn't mean that they all do it, or, yeah. or they're unfit. I mean, I could when I was that age, and I, I lost my pace, could still run. For 90 minutes No problem Scott Brown's the same Could run all day There's no doubt about it Scott Brown's not as quick as he is Remember when Scott Brown Was a kid at Hibs At Ibrox Gets the ball in the corner Runs with the ball Away from Peter Lovencrantz Who was an absolute whippet I mean he's not got that pace anymore So I think some people Mean it in that way Not that he's lost any fitness Just that he is slowing down That's naturally What happens to you That's why you never see A 37 year old winger Really flying by people it Just doesn't happen but uh, and we go on. I think Scott Brown has still got a lot, of, a couple of years left in him. I just think he might not play the fifty or sixty games that he's played for the last nine years. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, it is a general thing. I think the thing that just kind of irritates me. Maybe I'm just uh, wanting to have a moan, basically, of certain people. <laughs> That's what we're here for. It's just the way that people are often uh, so dismissive and media. That's the reason. End of story. But like you and the guys were saying, this was happening towards the end of Ronnie Dialer's time. His legs have gone, his legs have gone, then he comes back. Oh no, he's, he's great, he's great. Oh, his legs have gone, his legs have gone, then he comes back. Oh no, no, he's great, he's great. Just, just a really simple general point that people tend to be very quick mm. to come to this mm. as a conclusion. And not just about Scott Brown, but just about players in general when it comes to age. It's an easy, quick thing to say. And of course, people's legs do go. I tell you, who's a, who it's a favourite with? Managers as well. See, when they're looking to get rid of players, oh, legs are gone. You know, legs are going. We need to move you on, and things like that. I've heard it many a time. Mm. Uh, you know, personally, yeah. but also to other players. That's a good example, Matt brings there, though, because you know, if the legs are gone, you don't get them back. So clearly, Scott Brown's legs hadn't gone at the end of Ronnie Dialer's time. Whatever it was, ha- you know, whatever other reasons there were for a dip in form, it clearly wasn't that because that's not something you rediscover. No, and um, I know it's all about Scott Brown, about the you know the age. I think years ago, Gordon, it was common that. You got to 30, 31 and people were saying, right, you're winding down your career. There's still a lot of football in Scott Brown because it's not just the fact he's... He may have lost, say, Mark was saying there, oh, he's not as quick as what he used to be. But the way he reads the game will be a lot quicker now. Yeah. So he'll be in the positions earlier than he was before because his intelligence of reading the game. And that's what will make him play for longer now. Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. It's the highlight of the week. It's Thursday night's Beat the Pundit. You simply never know what you're going to get with these two. If you want to come on, take them on, show off your football knowledge and win a signed ball. The number you need to dial right now is 0141-951-1025. You do have to do it quickly because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here with me, Gordon Duncan. We have been looking at today's transfer news, looking back on last night's games and reacting to the news that Scott Brown is extending his stay with Celtic. Hamilton Ackies have got a new manager. Tell well, head coach. Let's let's get the terminology right. Hamilton Ackies have got a new head coach. If you've got any thoughts on that, and I'm sure you do, we'd love to have them. 0141 951 1025. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. It is time for Beat the Pundit. Uh, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are standing by. One of them is going to be playing against Dominic from Canvas Lang. How are you tonight, Dominic? I am not bad, mate, not bad. Now what I can tell you, Dominic, is you've got a very good chance because Gordon DL is very distracted <laughs> by his new Instagram account. Um, he just oh, right. signed up to Instagram tonight um, I don't know why tonight And he spent the, the break hit. In fact oh, I think he might still be doing something with it right now He's trying to figure it all out And I think he might be taking his eye off the ball So you've got a good chance Oh he can give me a wee follow when I beat him then <laughs> There we go That oh, sounds like go. a good deal yeah. I said, <laughs> He's not even listening to the show Dominic you Sorry oh, yeah, Get your Get your, get your Get right. your head in the game Right come on right, Toss your coin right, Best of three Best of three It could actually be Mark Wilson of course Heads it's Mark Wilson Tails It will be Gordon Instagram DL And it is genuinely Tails Gordon Up against Dominic <laughs> yes. From Campus oh, Lang no. I'll get so, a camera ready For when Dominic beats you <laughs> That's it Get an action <laughs> shot <laughs> a good action shot Right okay uh, Let me give Gordon Some Clyde too So that he can't hear us And we'll get the clock Up and running Have you ever played before Dominic? Uh, no, this is my first time Right, mate. okay, so here's the deal You've got 30 seconds Head to head with Gordon You can pass So if you're going to pass Just do it and get through them quickly uh, And your time starts When you're ready Are you good to go? Aye, aye, mate Lewis Morgan has joined Which club on loan? Dundalan Which League 2 team Was the first Scottish team To feature on TV? Pass What's the name of Air United's home ground? Who scored Rangers' second goal in the win against Cowdenbeath last night? Which Hibs player was the joint top scorer in the 16-17 Championship along with Stephen Doby? And name any Scottish team that new Aki's coach Brian Rice has played for. Dundee. Okay, let me bring Gordon Dale back. Gordon, are you with us? (laughs) Right, go. Alright, you ready? Yeah? Wind up. Yeah. Same set of questions to you, let's do it Lewis Morgan has joined which club on loan? Which League 2 team was the first Scottish team to feature on TV? Pass What is the name of Air United's home ground? Somerset Bat Who scored Rangers' second goal in the win against Cowdenbeath last night? Which Hibs player was joint top scorer in the 16-17 Championship season along with Stephen Doby? Cummings Name any Scottish team that New Aki's head coach Brian Rice has played for. Hibs. And who? What is the bigger capacity, Petodre or Tynecastle? Uh, Petodre. Okay. What do you think of the competition, Dominic? Oh, I don't know. It was no bad there. He was no yeah, bad. He was no bad. Yeah, better than you thought. Exactly. Everyone's got pretty low expectations of him. Um, <laughs> an easy one for you in there with the uh... Somerset. Yeah, exactly right. Let's go through them. Lewis Morgan has joined which club? It was Sunderland. You both got it right. One all. Neither of you knew that the first Scottish team to feature on TV. Cowden Beath. Is it not? No. What makes you say that? Oh, sorry. I've misunderstood. I'll be Rovers. <laughs> Think about it. 
Queen's, Queen's Park. Park. Queen's Park. Aye. No, I wouldn't have got it. Right, so none of you got it right. So we're still one all after two questions. What's the name of Air United's home ground? An easy one for Gordon, um, but you knew it as well, Dominic. Just chased out yet, loads of times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's not allowed back. Uh, Somerset Park. So it's two all after three questions. Good and then game. it's three all because you both knew that Lasana Kulabali scored against Cowdenbeath the second goal which Hibs player was the joint top scorer in the 16-17 championship season along with Stephen Dobie Dominic went Stokes you went Cummings it was Cummings get in Cummings. there uh, so Gordon takes a one goal lead it then became a two goal lead ah, because you knew that Brian Rice played for Hibs you had the choice of Falkirk Dunfermline Clyde or Morton as well Dominic said uh, Dundee and uh, just to put a bit of a cherry on top Pitodri does have a bigger Capacity than Tynecastle just um, So Gordon ends up winning it by three Hard lines to you Dominic Yeah unlucky, unlucky Dominic uh, yes. Good game You're still following Instagram won't you Yeah oh yeah I certainly will Dominic Good we'll sort that out That was Dominic from Canvas Lang Thank you Dominic for taking part You will have a chance to play beat the pundit And try and go better tomorrow night from 7 o'clock 0141-951-1025 That's the number you need uh, To get involved in the phones tonight um, Sky Sports in Germany Suggesting uh, That Jeremy Toyland to Celtic Is on Is getting closer certainly um, That would probably be a loan deal Potentially with a an option at the end of it We'd have mm. to uh, wait and get the, the finalised details on that one Again it has a domino effect You wonder what that then signals for Say Anthony Ralston I mean does he really want to sit Behind two other right backs, will he? Will that end up forcing him out the door if that goes through? Um, these things, you know, tend to have a knock-on effect. It'll be interesting to see how the next few hours pans out in that in that department for Celtic. Still time, so we're now under five hours to go until the transfer window slams shut. Remember, it always slams; it never closes gently. It always slams. So let's hear from you in the five hours that remain. What do you want to see your team do? And this is to fans of all teams. There's still time for you to do business. What would you like? To see any your beloved mother, do you want to see them do anything? No, I think we're fine. I think a big positive uh, was young Turnbull. Uh, he's been terrific and uh, new contract. So, no, I think we're fine. We are we we are okay. We'll just plan uh, to get to the summer and then uh, have a look at situation and kick on from there and probably in our cup cup, cup finals next year. <laughs> right, okay. I was wondering <laughs> if Kelly might have done anything more substantial. You know, if they had any ambition. Not winning the league But staying up there You know And finishing as high as they could um, You wonder if Steve Clark Said to the board We might need a few more Just to get us Over the line You know To, to pip Aberdeen If you like To third place But it looks like he's Well They, 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 they all signed yeah. Canadian international Liam Miller um, From Liverpool Earlier on um, I mean say Liverpool clearly mm. um, a, a youth Player at Liverpool So I don't know You're not going to tell me You've seen a lot of him Have you? No I've none So he might be brilliant gonna, <laughs> Might be brilliant But he might be uh, He might be rubbish also I, I just I <laughs> yeah, wonder yeah, That's <laughs> the type of analysis That people listen, come here for That's why he's listening guys But uh, I mean I just thought When he gets to this stage And he's been so successful Over the calendar years We keep saying That he might have just fancied Getting one or two Experienced guys in To consolidate Second or third Bruce, place Bruce would fall into that Though would he not? I, I mean more than one um, I mean, Miller is an attacker. If that is as simple as saying he's Greg Stewart's replacement, then he's got big shoes to fill. Yeah, he certainly has. Uh, it may be just a case it, that uh, Stevie Clark wants to strengthen the squad to have numbers, Gordon, just in case he gets any injuries. Obviously, Chris Boy's got a suspension hanging over him as well. So he'll just want to get numbers in there. But uh, 
I'll be interesting to see how these guys do coming up to Scotland. Um, Mev is pulling you up, Mark Wilson, for yes. your earlier comment that you don't see wingers running past people at 37. He's reminding you that David Cooper was still playing at 39, <laughs> and also Stanley Matthews. <laughs> you know, you know. As soon as I said it, I thought someone's <laughs> going to mention some, you know, guy who was unbelievable. Broke the mold. You only get one or two of those. And I know somebody's going to tweet up with another three or four. <laughs> <laughs> I know they are. But you get my idea. Right, 01419511025. Last night's games, transfer news, Scott Brown, anything that's on your mind, let's do it. Uh, let's hear a bit from the Hamilton Aki's new head coach, shall we? He's not the manager, remember. Brian Rice. He believes he is the man to keep Hamilton Aki's in the Premiership and give the fans something to smile about. He's been appointed head coach. Uh, a couple of days after Martin Canning left He quit his post as the St Mirren assistant To take the job And he says It's the right time Aki's fans Good appointment Or not 0141 Let's do it right now It's only in the last two or three years That I've, I've decided To myself That I want to be a A man of my own And charge of my own destiny uh, I know the people here I've known them well I've known them for a long time uh, There's not many jobs That come up to the Premier League That will be your first job And it appealed to me You know but basically, working with the people that I know, that was a drawing factor for me. Do you think you have the squad there to, to keep Hamilton? No, I don't think it. I know it. I know it. No, I'm very confident, you know. Let's say, all the work we've done in the training field, that, that's where I, I do my work, on the training field. You know, uh, I love coaching. I've always been a coach. I've been a coach now for 27, 28 years. Uh, if I can get it right on the training field, then I'm sure we'll be okay on a Saturday. About bringing the fans back and giving them something to cheer about as well, they've not been very happy for the last couple of months. I said to the players this morning, what's happened in the past week, month, year, five years, we can't affect. We can only affect what happens from now on in. You know, So starting on Saturday, we need to go out there and try and put in a performance that gets the fans behind them, gets them off their seats, and gets the players playing with a smile on their face. You know, I want to see players going out there enjoying themselves, know what they're doing, but most of all, enjoying it. If the fans see the players enjoying it, something's going right. You know, we need to get them off their seats. Come on then, what do you make of that appointment? You don't have to be a Hamilton Aki's fan. Of course, we'd like to hear from uh, those who are going to be going along and watching that team, but anyone else, what are your thoughts on Brian Rice? 01419511025. Leave St Mirren, of course. Um, Gordon, whether that turns out to be a good appointment or not, that will come in the future mm-hmm. I don't think anyone I think you'd be lying If you said it wasn't a surprise You know certainly If you go back a couple of days When Martin Canning leaves You didn't have many people saying Oh Brian Rice is the man for the job And that's not to say He won't be brilliant But I think that's fair uh, Totally Gordon I think you're right uh, I would never have picked uh, Brian Rice to be the next uh, Well we're now calling him uh, Hamilton Aki's head coach Because he's not the manager uh, there's a director of football working in there um, So they've got to work hand in hand He's been a coach for a, a you know, a long time now He's very experienced He's been uh, about the clubs He's been abroad He's a part of the SFA coaching as well uh, Good lad, Brian The only thing is my pet hate with uh, new managers, coaches Whatever you want to call them When they get into a club The first thing they say We want to get the players smiling again We want I just I, I, I don't know where that story comes from it's, it's unbelievable We want the players to be smiling We want the fans to be smiling No, you want to be picking up three points And you've got to do And then the fans weekend. will smile Yeah, but come on I think the you're players, being a bit harsh I'm, I'm looking out there and the players are smiling No, 
Brian is a very experienced. <laughs> very grumpy tonight. No, <laughs> what Bra- <a> point? <laughs> no, I don't know where I'm going. Get with a comedian this. in. But Brian, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard this one? Brian Rice is a very experienced coach. I think it'll be great for the players, and uh, it's a it's a decision that Hamilton have gone with. It's a new way. Uh, used to just be the manager, promote within the club, but obviously Alan Maitland has decided to go down a different route and let's mm. see if it works because Hamilton fans have been crying out for us so get behind the club get out and support them on Saturday well, William Donachie agrees he says I'm genuinely happy about the appointment he sounds very positive and passionate about what the fans are looking for he brings a lot of coaching experience with him and for the first time in a while I'm looking forward to Saturday's game the nature of the appointment Mark means that if it goes on to be a success it goes down as a stroke of genius we've changed yeah. the structure of the club of if it doesn't work it'll be I cannot believe they took St Mirren's assistant to be the Hamilton head coach. Uh, yeah, and that, that, that's why it's a big it's a big appointment yeah, either way. That's the reality uh, of it because there will be some Hamilton fans out there with that opinion just now. You know, there was you're hearing that they had sixty or more applicants for the job, and some of the names banded about guys who have managed in the Premiership before. And I think the Hamilton fans, some of them might have been thinking, "Oh, I fancy him coming in to change things." But you're right, Brian Wrights might just be the man to turn things around for them. You know, Gordon says Terrific coach Got loads of experience But it is a different role He's taking on I know we're saying It's head coach But come a Saturday Doesn't matter what you want to call it He is the manager He has to now make the decisions Whether being a number two And a, a first team coach mm-hmm. You can say your opinion To the manager On the touchline It's him that has to make the decisions And now Brian Rice Needs to take up that role So although he's got someone above him Director of football Whatever you want to call it Monday to Friday On a Saturday The big decisions Come down to him And that's what he'll be judged on Come the end of the season Looking at it from the outside Scotty's not so sure He's a Celtic fan But he says Aki's will be relegated under Rice It's a disastrous appointment And Canning should still be in the job 0141 In the phones Alistair is a Rangers fan in Corker Hill But again has some views on Brian Rice Alistair Yes uh, Gordon Good evening Gordon One Gordon Two and Mark I think the Aki's are going down a very Slippery road here I could quote me Tommy Craig that was behind many a good manager and was a good coach and number two as well. Um, and said, Murney, more or less, folded like a pack of cards. I fear for the Aki's now, because I'd like to see as much Premier football as near to my neighbourhood as possible. And I do fear for them at this appointment. Yeah, you've got a point, Alistair, because there's a lot of um, guys that have been number twos and terrific at that job. And they've always, like Brian Rice said there, you always want to see, how could I do? I'm own person How could I do in that dugout Making the decisions all the time It's an opportunity for him um, I'll be judged on the results If Hamilton have Picked the right uh, road to go down um, But he's got a director of football there To help him as well So he's got to work with that mm. I'm assuming we've got a bit of learning to do What that relationship will look like yeah. Mark Because we don't Take very kindly to these new structures. You know, we're a bit set in our ways here. And as soon as director of football gets mentioned, we all get very uptight. I hope, you know, I hope he's not picking the team, and I hope the manager, and who's in charge of this, and who's in charge of recruitment. It will be interesting to see how much of a figurehead Brian Rice is. He's a head coach. Wonder what that will look like. Listen, I think the the role is going to take over our game. I think we'll just see in the next, probably in the next five to ten years, probably the majority of our, our setups will be like that. Um, and I get what you're saying People are like oh, God I don't I don't like the sounds of that But it's, it's the way That clubs succeed But like I say You can't go to your Director of football On a Saturday 
Afternoon I mean Well I found that out At every <laughs> 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 I'd say Oh yeah Fair's no experience but, <laughs> but that's because That's because he wasn't there That's not <laughs> he, because He was in the studio <laughs> I could have phoned in If I was an Instagram <laughs> Then you could <laughs> But uh, Going back to being serious You can't You know if a situation Happens on the park You can't Look up at your Director of football And go What, what do I do here well, I You're the man I, in charge I And think, it's a different role frame being I, a first team coach I think you're wrong because, well, you can. Yeah, because evidence is quite clearly there in the fact that when Craig Levine was director of football, he sent notes to the, the dugout in Cathro. But look at the criticism that got. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. I, I, I know, but it still happened. You so think, that's you what think Brian Rice would allow that to happen? What I'm saying is Craig Levine and Ian Cathro. You know, the young apprentice and Levine, Scotland manager, you could see that happening. But Cathro was Bri- brought in because of his coaching ability. But Bri- Brian Rice is going to stand there and take notes from a guy in the stand that has... See, oh. see to be honest, Mark, doesn't matter what happens and how the how it's going to go. The one thing is clear. Brian Rice would have sat down and said, right, what is my job here? What's my remit? What happens? What happens in a match day? What happens with the transfers? And he's agreed to that. So it's up to Hamilton who have went down a different road with a director of football and Brian Rice. They all know now exactly what their jobs are and they've all agreed to it. So best of luck to Hamilton. Final word to you on this, Alistair. I think it's going to be a case of time will tell, but I would bet against them succeeding. Right, okay, Alistair's quite clear Aki's fans, come on Stick up for your club I'm sure some of you think You've made the right decision I've been looking at social media A lot of you think You've made the right decision So let's hear from you 0141 951 at 1025 On Twitter at SPFL Basis Admits that this is An unlikely transfer So let's get that out there But as a Celtic fan And the current centre half situation I would have loved to have seen Ryan Porteous come to the club He's been outstanding for Hibs This season Just Maybe. a quick one there Gordon Um what happens at the end of the season? Now, if Hamilton stay up, they will take all the credit. Who takes the blame if they get relegated? Is it still Martin Cannon? Question mark? You know, the nature of football is, and I don't agree with that at all, but, but you know fans are going to say, oh, well, if we change them earlier, sure, yeah. we would have got, and it's unfair because, again, I, I don't think he should have lost his job, but a lot of Hamilton fans do. Amateur Footy Forum is combining the two big pieces of news from your life this week. Yeah. You had a, an exciting arrival earlier in the week, and yeah. now you've signed up to Instagram. So your new name, Instagrampa. Instagram, yeah, I like that. Like that. that is yeah. good. There we yeah. go. Full time teaser is a good question tonight. It's going to tax these two. Hopefully, it'll tax you as well. It's got a, a Scottish theme, a cup theme, and we're looking for 10 names. I know you lot on Twitter will nail it. Will Mark and Gordon will find out next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's transfer deadline day. Four and a half hours to go. Get your final wish list into us on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. We're going to speak to David in Hillington as soon as we get this full time teaser up and running. Full-time teaser If you've never heard it before You send the questions to us We give the guys the final 30 minutes To try and come up with the answers It's that simple But it doesn't work if you don't send the questions in So fire them over to Fulltime at Clyde1.com Fulltime at Clyde1.com So tonight's has been sent in by Gordon Galloway Thank you to Gordon for sending it in We're looking for The last 10 players Who've scored an FA Who've scored in an FA Cup final and have also played in or managed in Scotland. 
Scored FA Cup final And have played in Or managed in Scotland Like For instance Soonis That sort of thing You're talking about Stephen Gerrard Will know because he's <coughs> no. He's scored in an FA Cup final Aren't he Soonis He's when not he, He's not in the last 10 Oh the last 10 Sorry Right Gerrard Yes Right okay Um, Freddie Lundberg Scored now Twice Didn't he hmm. There you go Freddie Lundberg And What are you confused at this is one of the most played, straightforward played, questions played we've got. Played or managed? Played or managed? Oh, play, I thought you meant just managed in a Scottish played, club. But see, when I said, said played, played in or managed, and I said it twice. <laughs> no, right, okay. <laughs> Honestly, what a chance. <laughs> All right, calm down. What about um, Roy Keane? Oh, he's not scored in an FA Cup final, no. has he? Oh, uh, the other one there. Robbie, Robbie Keane? Keane? No. no. Robbie Keane. Alright you can play along on Twitter at Clyde SSB As usual I would stick my neck in the line And say that you will get these before they do We're looking for the last 10 players Who've scored in an FA Cup final And have also played or managed in Scotland uh, You can play along on Twitter at Clyde SSB We do have some Hamilton Aki's reaction coming in But David and Hillington's been hanging on What's your point tonight David? Well my point was about Scott Brown actually But there's mm-hmm. a second point I'll come in every minute sure. I-, I phoned a few weeks ago about Scott Brown And said that I think he had to consider the, the Oz move not because I didn't, I didn't think he was up to Celtic because I'm, I'm over the moon that he's staying for hopefully 10 in a row. But because of the lifestyle, because of the money, because of his last big contract, bringing his kids up over there, it's a different thing. I think that's why I had to consider it for his, mm. his and his family's benefit more than anything else. But I'm absolutely over the moon that he's, that he's staying for the next two years at least. And I do believe maybe the rest of the guys will probably move into the coaching. Here at Colo Touré and stuff like that, and they're getting their badges to Celtic, and it's, I think that can only benefit us in the long run. What do but, you make of that? Uh, Sorry, you go carry on, David. I thought you were done. But no, no. The second point was actually a bit more pertinent. This Hamilton manager Brian Rice, um, and as you mentioned a few minutes ago, we in Scotland, especially in football, are quite when anything changes that, that deviates from the norm, we, we we don't like it. We we see what can it work, but it doesn't work here, and it doesn't work there. Somebody said they show a few weeks ago, there's very few managers in world football at all who have total control over acquisition. Even Real Madrid will go and buy players and just tell their manager to kind of coach them and get them in the team as they're up to it and things like that. So it's not that this can't work. It's just that everybody's got to be on the same page. And as long as it's on the same page, do you know what? I agree, I think it's the way forward for most of football clubs. I think, David, you're right there. Everybody has to be on the same page. That's the problem because when you're... If you're coaching the players every day, like Brian Rice will, you know, and day in, day out, and he's maybe seen that he's missing something, but the director of football isn't there every day, you know, and you go and you say, well, say, I really need a right back. I've been noticing in training, I've been noticing in games, but then your director of football has different ideas. No, well, I tell you what, we've got you a centre midfielder coming in, and that's what you're, you're being dealt with. I think that's when it starts breaking down. But you're totally right, David. If if both of them are on the same page, I think communication is key. If that's the role it's going to be for Hamilton, communication, you know, meetings all the time, constantly in touch to see the best positions. And obviously, two guys with similar minds, with with a good idea of the game. If you've got somebody above you with a good idea of the game, then it should work. But you, sometimes you do find that guys on the on the touch line. See things a wee bit differently From the guys upstairs It's a tough job But Brian Rice knows What he's walking into That's that's the thing You've got to say about him Yeah and that's why I said earlier Gordon That Brian Rice Is an experienced uh, coach 
Um, so he's sat down with the, the board, Alan Mayton, um, and obviously Alan McGonagall, the director of football at Hamilton. And he said, right, OK, what's the job? What's everybody's position in the club? Where do we go? What do we do? Who answers to who? Who makes the signings? How's the tactics? He must have went through everything with them. He's been happy with all the answers. Everybody, all the parties have been happy. So it's a way forward for them. It's the new modern day game. And uh, I'll be interested to see if it works. It's all about results now. Uh, final word to you on this one, David. Well, I think the guy, Gordon, is my thunder me, but it's about the senior management at Hamilton. Letting everybody know what their jobs are, where the parameters are. The players need to know what the, uh, what the chain of command is. This is at Celtic, my club, during the, the transfer window, possibly because somebody made the rumours go that somebody, they weren't communicating, they didn't agree on certain things. But there's got to be, there's got to be lines in the sand and there's got to be, I, I, if I want a right-back, then it's a right-back. I don't want a centre-midfielder unless you're getting a centre-midfielder and a right-back for different reasons. Yeah, I mean, that's where senior management need to step up to the yeah. plate. David makes a good point. It, it should all be about communication. Problem is, that's not always easy. It, it, it looks easy from the outside, and in many ways, it should be easy. But how yeah. many times do you see it breaking down? I, I mean, you could see why head coaches get frustrated. Now, I'm not having a laugh here with us, but if if your director of football isn't there constantly, you are there every day. But I mean, if he's not there way every day. Then you can see why it would get frustrating You know If you're a manager You can just go to the chairman and say Look I need this And you deal with the situation But you're kind of depending on someone else it's, You know you have to get the best out of players on the park But if someone's letting you down You're desperate for a position The guy above you might not think You need that And that's where mm. the full thing breaks down So as long as the two of them are on the same page It should work if you've got a good head coach Who's coaching players Monday to Friday and a guy who agrees with him off the park as well I'm just going to reset this question for tonight's teaser The last 10 players who've scored in an FA Cup final And played or managed in Scotland So just playing in the FA Cup final is not enough They need to have scored mm. in it And they've also played or managed in Scotland I'll, I'll steer you in the right direction mm. In the sense that When I say last 10 I think it's from 84 to present day Right, I think so that's I've got how one. far back you're going I think I've got one Go for it Played with Rangers uh, Paul Rydout scored With oh, Everton Oh aye Scored the winner aye 95 no, man, for Everton No man was it Everton Aye scored yeah. for Everton Yes Paul Rydout well done So you've got Stephen Gerrard He man manages here In case mm -hmm. you hadn't noticed Freddie Unberg played here Paul Rydout played here They've Did all Defoe? scored in FA no. Cup finals For Portsmouth Defoe no. score No Alright let's get uh, A Hamilton Ackies mm -hmm. fan On the Brian Rice news today What do you make of it Craig and Lark Hall Hi there Um First of all, in terms of Brian Rice, I'll be honest, I, I, I don't know much about him. Uh, just Since you were just talking there a wee bit about the structure, I, I quite like the setup, especially the fact that we've now got Alan Maitland as the chairman as well. So even going above the director of football, we've got a guy that knows the club inside out, has been manager himself. So I think Brian Rice will get plenty of support throughout the full thing. Only time will tell in terms of how Brian Rice is going to work out. I think anyone would be lying if they said they knew enough about him to actually say whether he will be a good appointment or not. The The main thing I want to come on about, though, is you've got fans from other clubs, Old Firm in particular, and I think Mark said it as well, that they don't think Martin Cannon should have lost his job. Now, Martin Cannon was with us for 10 years, done a great job as a player, started off all right as a manager, However, in our last 40 Premier League games, we picked up 24 points, 
seven wins and three draws out of that. Gretna, when they were in the league, picked up 23 points out of 38. Just, I understand that we're a small club and people say that we're punching above our weight. We're not. We've been in the Premier League five years now. We're there for a reason. I think it's... I don't understand how people can defend Martin Cannon still. Yeah, we've got a small budget. Um, but that, that record speaks for itself and it was time for a change. But I appreciate everything. How, how many of those years did Martin Cannon survive in the Premier League though, as manager? So, agreed, they survived. They kept I, 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 I know uh, you're saying five years, but Martin Cannon was a lot to, to do with that. Uh, just my opinion, yes, Craig, I know. Uh, but... The players he was losing, I think, constantly, and replacing them with—I would say the players that left it. I think some of the players that have come in are of less quality, but he still managed to to keep them in there. And I understand there is a frustration with Hamilton fans with the stats you just said. And I think when you see teams like Livingston come up, and you go, "Well, that could possibly be us," but. Uh, it's one season for Livingston. Martin Cannon done it over a prolonged period of time, so that's that's my reason for you know backing him and saying I don't think he should have lost his job. But at the same time, I can understand if you're going there week in week out and you're not getting much excitement or much to shout about. I, I realise there's that's what fans go for, you know, to watch your team win. And if you're being starved of that, then of course you're you're going to get the managers back. So um, again, in terms of the players we've lost, yeah, we have. But there's also players in that spell that Cannon's let go. Somebody like Eamon Brophy, who there was no real appetite to keep him in the club. He wasn't really deemed good enough. Now, arguably, one of the best strikers in Scotland this season. Mm. As well as that, he's, the players that Cannon's brought in, I think on last count he had brought in nearly 50 players in his time. Very few of I think it is upwards of 60, Craig. You're certainly in the right ballpark, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost just like go for anything and if it works, it works. Not enough work, especially in the summer. Cannon went on about wanting his own squad and he got that in the summer and it's been by far our worst season so far under his spell. It's a shame to see him go. I wanted it to work for him because he'd done a great job for us as a player and at the start of his management career but it was time to go 100%. Gordon, what about just this idea of change? You know, I'm not sure it's as simple as saying anyone but Martin Canning But you just got the impression from the Hamilton fans Like Craig Craig is not doubting that there were times when Martin Canning has done a good job But the groundswell of opinion against him amongst the Aki's fans In the last few weeks He was never coming back from that So regardless of whether you think he's done a, a good job or not And the pundits and the fans seem to be disagreeing over this Maybe it was just time yeah, but the interesting thing for me, Gordon, I know Hamilton Aki's is a is a football club and they're not quick in jumping in and sacking managers. They seem to back their managers um, to the last. And it was interesting to hear Alan Maitland, you know, after his chat with Martin Cannon, uh, thinking, yeah, it's time for change. Maybe Martin felt time for a... For a change as well Because there's nothing worse And Mark will tell you He had it much more than I've ever had it You're standing <laughs> that talk out And you're getting absolutely roasted Every single week And it doesn't matter what you do Every every change, every tactic Everything that Every team that you pick Will be criticised And sometimes you just think Right, I've got to the end of my tether here The fans want me out 
I feel that it's time for me to get out and get a fresh challenge. And mm. I wish Martin Cannon all the best. He's a terrific lad. Craig, what was your immediate reaction when you heard Brian Rice? Were, were you excited or has it been a bit of a slow burner where you've sort of come round to the idea as the day's gone on? Yeah, truthfully, at first, underwhelming because I, I literally know nothing about him. But the interview that he's done today, I like it. I, I love the positivity. That's just something we've not had at the club for a good couple of months now. So just the fact that he's talking positively is a winner for me. We'll see. I hope it works out well, obviously. Good man. That was Craig Hamilton, Aki's fan from Lark Hall. 01419511025. This is the number you need. If you'd rather tweet, we're at Clyde SSB, where the answers are raining in. For this teaser Oh I've got 12 um, The question is The last 10 players Who've scored in an FA Cup final And have also played Or managed In Scotland Gerard, Yunberg, mm-hmm. What What Right out What about Ian Wright must be one Celtic and Arsenal Yes I think he scored for Palace as well Did he not Oh yeah. great shout Kenny Deglish one No No he's too far back Oh What about <clears throat> Must be Ray Wilkins? No He's just out with This time frame We're looking for the last 10 I think he's uh, 11th or 12th Because did he not score in the same final As Gordon Smith? Brighton So that's the final before The one that you're looking to start off your process What year was that? 83 I think So I told you it was 84 onwards Yeah Remember Smith missed uh, Smith must score to win the cup A great commentary I was still unborn Oh so was I Seriously boys You're not about then (laughs) Were you not about then I was on my second wedding I I would have invited you Obviously Uh, I wish you would have watched the football (laughs) Instead I didn't what you were doing 1419511025 We're still looking for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 answers on the teaser Is it? Yeah I think Uh, it's 6 we're still looking for We're going to try and get them And bring you the closing Or the latest transfer news next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. A team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Where are we? Four hours and 16 minutes. That's some fast math um, left of the transfer. I don't even know if I've got it right. Left of the transfer window. Um, so still time to get your last requests in. There's no breaking news to tell you about. Sometimes on transfer deadline day, it's a really hectic show and there's constant. Updates to be um, Passed across But there's not a great deal Happening At the mm. moment I must confess What is happening Is that Gordon Dale And Mark Wilson Are struggling on the teaser Sent in tonight By Gordon Galloway If you want to send A question in We'd love to have it Full time At Clyde1.com So Tonight's is this The last 10 players Who've scored In an English FA Cup final And have also played Or managed in Scotland Guys like Stephen Gerrard Manages in Scotland Scored for Liverpool Freddie Eunberg Scored for Arsenal Played for Celtic Paul Rideout Ian Wright So you've got four of the ten Well I, I think I might have an R one But I don't know if I'm too early Charlie Nicholas went from Celtic to Arsenal And scored in a cup final Too mm-hmm. early I don't mm, I can't remember I just know it's not One of the answers we're looking for Brian McClare Oh brilliant Brilliant indeed Brian McClare is one That's you halfway there Hmm. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. Difficult. The difficult ones are still to come. Oh, oh, brilliant. Yeah. brilliant! Brilliant! Absolutely. I mean, will I help you with some wrong answers? Yeah. Yeah. 
Why not? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, said, I'm going yeah, to help yeah, us. Yeah. Well, just in case you're about to mention them. Because okay. I've got about 20 written down. So, for instance, Neil Ferguson has thrown in Jodie Morris. That's not one of the correct answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Gray's got a couple that you're still looking for. Um, penalty kicks don't count, by the way. What? What's? what's uh, no, no. I mean, answers? I mean penalty shootouts because Roy Keane did in a in a penalty shootout. Mm. Um, oh, Charlie Nicholas is wrong. Roberto Martinez is wrong. Kevin Maguire's thrown him him in. George Burley's wrong. Colo Turi is wrong. Kevin. Um, token jester likes to take part. He's got a good few corrects as yeah. has Jerry H. Uh, another one that's wrong from Gerard Shields. He's got one right, but John Barnes is wrong. I've got. What about? Stuart McCall Weather Yes oh, He's going in the FA Cup final yeah. Didn't he Two mm. In the yeah, one game the I think it was game, Yeah wow. good, Two good goals to be fair Were they Yeah Can't Well you just won the ball Boys you missed some great <laughs> games <laughs> Right there we go We've got four to go And you've still got about Five No No you've got about <laughs> five <laughs> minutes or so uh, To get them So plenty of time uh, Let me get your reaction to Arguably the week's biggest story Or certainly one of them That's that Something we knew that was coming Mark Wilson Neil Lennon has now officially left Bizarre statement aside Yeah What do you make of it As someone who's played under him? I just think it's a shame really That the way it's ended For for him at a club And I'd be saying that probably With any manager Not, not just because You know I got on well with Neil And I, I played under him But when you see a manager Who had done so well at the club And really propelled them upwards from where they were, got them at the championship, got them European football, showed ambition. You know, he, he wasn't scared to come out and have a wee pop at the board. Was it last season, the season before maybe? Saying about transfers and, you know, he didn't know who was coming in or what he was afforded to spend. And I, I quite liked that, liked his honesty in the media. I'm sure all the press guys liked that as well. And I just thought he was he was so ambitious and a very good coach. Uh, and Hibs, Hibs are a big club as well You know And they, it looked like Although they're 8th just now Which he would be first to admit Is not good enough for this season But I just thought he was It was a good fit mm. For both of them And it's a shame to see him out the game I don't think he'll be out the game long I just wonder how it affects him Because some managers get a bit scunnered With things like that And take time out But I think if a, a job comes up um, Fairly soon I think he'll jump back in Because he's a football man Loves being involved I don't think he likes sitting mm. about So um, a shame how it's ended for both parties But obviously You know the legal teams have come in And agreed in that statement Which was an odd one for us to to dissect I mean Mark's right Fans may or may not care about this side of it Gordon But for us He's box office Because mm-hmm. He divides opinion Unbelievably He wears his heart on his sleeve He's not Afraid to speak his mind He Has an in-depth knowledge about football Various boxes ticked he's, he's, He was box office for us there's a whole other side to it Clearly the team are underperforming On the pitch this season And, and it, yeah It all ended in a bit of a, a murky fashion didn't it Yeah and a lot of people describe him Very passionate And a, a great will to win And nowadays with the modern players And sometimes Neil will probably be old school um, The way he has a go it's very, It was a strange way everything happened at Hibs And even the, the You know the statements from Hibs Um you know, when they decided to part company, I, I just, I, it was a sad, sad day for Neil Lennon and, and obviously for Hibs because I know that people can look at his record just now in the last, you know, sitting eighth, as Mark said, and not playing the attractive football that they're used to playing. But he was, he was the same as other managers, lost a lot of good players, especially in the middle of the part, had to get into the transfer market, had to replace them. 
I liked the way he played Attractive football The one thing I'll always say about him Every time he pitched up at Celtic Park Or Ibrox He was never negative Very positive And Mark's right He'll be back in the game soon uh, Alex on the line A Celtic fan from Parkhead What's on your mind tonight Alec? Hi lads, how we doing? Yep, good, thank you uh, Just about uh, Scott Brown And the, the wee cushion That we've now got At the top of the table I think with Scott It's not just a player That you've got on the field It's it's what he represents It's what he represents Walking through the corridors A, a Lennox town When the young boys Are looking up And and, and it's what he represents on the field and the connection that he's got with the fans. So for for him to sign for the next couple of years, I think we all know, you know what what could happen possibly in the next couple of years uh, if things go Celtic's way. So you know I'm I'm pleased mm. as a Celtic supporter and I'm pleased for Bruni that he's going to have this continuation because I believe after he finishes playing. He'll progressively just into the back room and no doubt it will be Celtic manager one day because you don't be at a club for 14 years and then you're never the manager. I'll, I would put my, my bottom dollar on that he will be Celtic manager at some stage of his life. Well, he, be- he became an icon, didn't he? Uh, and that's, that's a difficult thing to do in the modern game, uh, especially at a club like Celtic. I mean, when he was handed the captaincy... Um, in 2010 I think it was You know And he, the game he scores At Ibrox And he does his That celebration And that just He was liked by the Celtic fans But that just You know Put him in a whole different level From the other players At the club at that time Became an icon And he's just continually done it And Alec makes a good point About him just round The place I was listening to a thing A podcast with Kelvin Wilson Speaking Ex-Celtic defender and he, he was asked about the players, ex-players at the club And Scott Brown was one of the guys who said Just made him feel at home You know, and, and he got on really well with That's what you want for your captain You know, guys who seven, eight years down the line playing, Who's played with him Still remembers that That's the influence he has in guys like that coming up for England Guys coming in abroad, I witnessed it myself He was, he was one of the first to go up, introduce himself Show them about the place Offer his services That's what you want For your captain That's quite so interesting that. Because he probably Doesn't come across no, As that I type I understand so that, yeah. is that Is that fair? Is, yeah, it, yeah. is there a different side? Oh without a doubt Without a shadow of a doubt I, I get I get people Who wouldn't understand that He wouldn't come across that way Because he comes out the tunnel With a swagger When he leads a team And people say Oh it's all put on And probably a part of it is But he's leading It's the way he wants to lead But off the park Again he takes care of The, the young boys the experienced ones coming in, like I say, he's the first one there. That's a job a captain should do. So to have that for another two years and a really important time in Celtic's history is priceless. You know, it's a huge sign in the day. And, you know, I get the fans that say, oh, it's a bit smoke mirrors because there's no defenders coming in. But having the captain there for another two years, who's been hugely influential in the past 10 years, I think it's a, an outstanding sign Alec would you be disappointed if Celtic Didn't do any more business tonight Or are you happy with what you've got um, I'm pretty confident that we'll get this One of the line with the boy For, for Dortmund uh, I'm pretty confident But if we need to go with what we've got I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we did a lot of business At the beginning And we'll just need to put our faith in Aya Simonovic And uh, the boy Hendry And don't forget, we've got Nougat beat on. It would be good if we have 
proper defenders in their proper positions. But a club like Celtic, you know, if, like we say, if we need to go with what we've got, we're now coming into the business end. And I think we've seen after the turn of the year, Celtic are, are starting to turn on a wee bit. And I know a lot of the games have been at Celtic Park, but it's just been the way that, that, that it's, it's occurred. But I'm, I'm pretty confident and we're running now. Uh, we've got a six-point cushion. We've got 12, point, 12 goals, goal difference, which is just as good as a point. So I think that the team's running about is they can't afford to slip up because I think one may slip up for any other day. The teams that are then chasing back, yep. I think that'll be cuttings. Good man, that was Alec and Parkhead. Let's round off the teaser. I must admit, I think we're going to need to squeeze a, a one in. And this is my fault because I modified the question slightly to make it a bit more straightforward. And I think we've been a bit unfair. So let's do the last 11. And I'll explain why later. We don't really have time. Quick, what else you got for me? I'm, I'm thinking there, Martinez. No. From Wigan. No. No. Sean Maloney no. Did he score No, no, no. Put in the corner Didn't he For Sidwell Right you've got a couple to get um, mm, Stuck Close Sheffield Wednesday And had a brief spell At Falkirk Sheffield Wednesday And had a brief Hurst or something Same It was a replay Waddle yes. Chris Waddle Yep um, <laughs> the, the reason The reason it's up to 11 Is because I think Two of them did it In the one game And you need Everton 80s oh. Andy Did they play way up here? Andy Gray won? Yep <laughs> Oh well Thing we must have scored then Cream shot Yes Yep 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 yeah. Right the two you're looking for Celtic And Man United He scored for Man United in 1990 And he played for Celtic A couple of years later Really tough this one I just want to give you this one Come on Phone Bruni Lee Martin Ah oh. No chance No chance of that And the last one you're looking for Hibs Coventry Yeah there'd be a Hibs one in there you Hib- Hibs Coventry Centre forward Keith Houchin Is that what you say? Ah oh, diving header There we go Thank Coventry. you to Mark and Gordon Thanks to you Callum Gallagher is up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to Thompsons.com Plus net business